Everybody, welcome to the Friday Night Lights podcast. Uh, I am Blake, and with us are Russ and Lyle. Hey. Hey, what's going on? And today we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of the fifth season uh, called The Kingdom, and um, obviously a reference to the city, the school that they go to play down in uh, South Texas, 250 miles away from from where they are. But uh, as as always, we uh, look forward to to hearing some feedback and all. But I mentioned it last time, but uh, I have received the the soundtrack in the mail that I told you I'd gotten the for the Friday Night Lights. It's the original television soundtrack, volume two. And um, if you've paid much attention to the last two seasons, there are some really really good uh, songs that were involved with those with those episodes, and uh, they're on here as well. And there's actually White Rabbits uh, has a video out for their song, The Percussion Gun. Um, which was uh, which is a really really good opening track for the whole CD. It's good, but you recognize Jacob Dylan, um, uh, Ben Schools, the Avett Brothers, uh, Sufjan Stevens. Especially he had "Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing" song that they played when they forfeited Two Kingdom actually uh, back the season premiere last year in uh, episode excuse me season four. So um, they've done a very good job with the music, and um, hopefully that's, it'll make a good Christmas gift for anybody that uh, is looking for something. And so. And just check it out, buy it, and it's Friday Night Lights, volume 2, tvsoundtrack.com, or you can just type that into iTunes. I'm sure it's quite easily found there. So, The, the question that I have, is Cypress Hill on it? Not not this episode, or not this edition of the uh, soundtrack. You never know what's going to be next. So. But you two laughed at me a couple of weeks ago when I thought that I recognized Cypress Hill, and it actually was Cypress Hill. It, it was, you're correct. So. I didn't laugh at you. For because of Cypress Hill, it's just your your knowledge of Cypress Hill songs was impressive. I didn't realize <laughs> yeah, you're such a fan. Uh, okay. I didn't well, realize you're such a fan. Yeah, I love them. Insane in the membrane. That's insane. That's my brain. What uh, what was your initial takes on this episode, The Kingdom? Well, I just gotta say that I got kind of a. I heard some people talk bad about it in before I saw it, uh-huh. and I don't know why, because I really liked the episode a lot. There were some yeah, scenes well, that I thoroughly We haven't enjoyed. talked about it, but you're about to hear me talk bad about it. Yeah. I liked that it was, there was more football in this episode than we've had probably the last two seasons. Yeah. You know, the, the Tammy and the Julie subplots were, were minimal at most there, which I think was, uh, which was good. Um, and so I, you know, I liked it as more about football, and and two, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But that scene with the guys on the balcony with Coach Taylor on his balcony, just out of sight, you know, that was one of the better scenes I've seen them have probably since last year's The Sun. That's uh, that's one of my, that's in my top five or top ten favorite scenes of the series because those are the kind of things that I just love about the show in general. Is then when they're all sitting around talking about dumb stuff because. It does bring up quite a bit of nostalgia for me personally to see guys just like, you know, talking about dumb stuff. Right. You need to eat more vegetables. Okra <laughs> cooking ham, ham grease doesn't. <laughs> right. I really, I really like that scene. That scene was the saving grace of the episode for wow. me because 
I didn't like much of the rest of it. Well, Lyle, we'll, we'll tee you up and uh, ask you what it is that you did not like about the episode. Okay. Here's what it felt like to me. It felt like they had a bunch of ideas that they, they were, you know, fairly good ideas that they wanted to use for a long time, and they realized they were running out of time. So they're like, let's put in some scenes where one of the players getting hazed, and we'll put in a scene where all the guys go out and party after the football game. And it would be cool if we had a scene where all the coaches have some camaraderie and they're sitting around drinking. And it would be cool, you know, and they just – it was like they wanted to put all these things in. It would be cool if we had a scene where – you know, the refs were out to get Dylan, and they have to start playing dirty, so they have to pull or remember the Titans and do the whole scene from the coach about we're going to play by our rules. And it felt more like a Disney-type script, like a sports inspirational movie. It just seemed like a bunch of scenes meshed together that didn't really go, like they were trying to cram them all in or something. I, I, didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't either. Um, I, I mean, I, here's one of my questions about the football game, if we want to talk specifics, is other than the fact that they mentioned at the end they got penalties, I didn't see anything they do, anything they did in the game as being very dirty, except for the fact that it looks like they just hit people hard. Yeah. It did look, remember was, the Titans-ish a- on the fact that every single yeah. hit was like a was Massive. like this huge hit. A bone crusher. Yeah. There was a completely clean hit on Buddy Jr. where the whole team went crazy asking for a flag. It was, yeah. A lot of the football stuff was inexplicable. There were like three onside kicks in a game that wasn't super close and wasn't in the last minute. I didn't understand anything that was going on with the football. Yeah, well, you know, last week in Mississippi playoffs in the north half for 6A, they, uh, the second kickoff was a was an onside kick that Salpanola uh, kicked and you know covered for uh, against Mass and Central, I mean, and that game was not close. No, they. I mean, it was six zero. They just scored within six seconds, and so they kicked off six seconds into the game, and uh, you know got the ball, and it was you know they scored two touchdowns in the first eighty seconds, pretty much right there. It just seemed like to me that I I can't see. I, it was very confusing to me why that game was so dirty because there was nothing that looked really. Dirty. Even the penalty that was on Luke. It was just a hard hit. He led with his shoulder. He didn't leave with his head. And he hit him in the chest, it looked like. So I thought that was a clean hit as well. I did think it was interesting that Eric knew the the referee, though. He called the referee by name like he knew him 250 miles away. Didn't they say that they had 24 penalties for like 250 yards? Yeah, they did did say 24. That is insane. Most of them uh, unsportsmanlike. That's insane. Most of them unsportsmanlike like conduct. I'm trying to do the math on that. 24 penalties for 250 yards. That's average of a little over 10 yard penalty. I, so they I, they had I, to have had some some like five yard violations to bring it down a little bit. Some holding. It, the whole episode did not seem disjointed to y'all. Mm-mm. When they were talking they, about the, the there was dialogue stuff, yeah. that went nowhere. They're sitting on the bus beside each other, and, and Hastings goes, "Hey, are you a virgin?" And then it's like the conversation goes nowhere from there. And I'm like, what does that have to do? Like, and Hastings, you know, all he's, kinds of he snuck the liquor bottle. But, yeah, and we never. I thought I kept waiting on him when they came out on the balcony for them to start drinking on the balcony. You know, and that didn't happen. Um, hey, um, 
it was inexplicable. Jess, the team was just allowed to do whatever they want on the road afterwards. <laughs> like Jess and Vince are in the room together. The guys are watching, and then they go out partying, and the coaches are just all getting drunk. This stuff was just inexplicable to me. I was going to ask who the authority figure on that entire trip was because it didn't look like there was one because every single person, player and coach, was drunk. I, I, I watched it with my wife, and I was thinking now, how often is it that the coaches are going to sit around in their their hotel room with like not just beer bottles but whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was hard liquor, right there. Well, another before I forget, but I want to get back to coach drinking because we're going to get into this. Sure. Mm-hmm. Another scene that just out of nowhere, like the bus is broke down and Billy's fixing it, and that's just it. It's never meant like it's not a bit, it's a four second thing that went nowhere. Well, triple A is for <laughs> like women. Yeah, it just seemed like a lot of little things that went nowhere. That they made a point to show you, like the whiskey bottle, like the little conversations on the bus, like, and, and it's just, I don't know. And Stan getting to blow his whistle. Or do his tiger yeah. roar. I, I, I don't know. Something, well, something just seemed off with it to uh, me. And, speaking and of Hammond. Get into. Is Coach have a drinking problem or what? Uh, I don't know. It's always lingering right there, you know. And Tammy too. I mean, she likes. She went through, you know, a little bit of wine there, like it there, a little get together. Her and her teacher friend. Mm-hmm. Well, what's up with Coach cooking bacon in his office? <laughs> that was another weird thing. <laughs> and it was the most normal thing. It seemed like. Yeah. Just frying up some bacon. On on like a foreman grill. Yeah, it's like one of those Michael little griddles. Scott. Well, uh, it's obvious that the. Uh, the recruitment we saw last week as this, as the episode ended is going to rear its head uh, many episodes to come. Um, you know, it, coach did not want Vince to tell Luke and it was probably it would have been a smart move by coach to tell him that. And of course he did at the end, um, but it, it's not going to be pretty. I can tell. Yeah. It doesn't look good. I just kind of feel like that maybe they're a package deal. You know, a lot of times, uh, colleges will sign a player who's not as good but is on the same team and real tight with a player they really want. But he was an all-state linebacker as a sophomore. <laughs> That's true. Remember? That is true. <laughs> so it's not like the theory, is the theory that they're, they're going to offer Vince the running back slot and then try to move Luke to defense, and that's going to cause a big blow up because Vince asked specifically they want you for offensive defense or defense. Right. And then it also the the assistant coach that's recruiting me in practice was like, "Ooh, an athlete like that. Why do you want to do a three step drop? He's a scrambler. Like the you know he wanted to see what he could do at running back. Is that uh, what we're thinking? Uh, if you if you not watch the previews for next week, Luke seems to take it that he's not getting a scholarship at all. I know. I saw that after you. Text me. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I, is, do you think that the the TMU recruiter is he a little shady? Yeah, I guess it was y'all talking. I I wasn't in on the last podcast, but I heard y'all talking about how it does seem like that maybe there's there could be some money coming into play pretty soon. Like they could offer Cecil Newton, yeah, Vince's <laughs> dad, some well, money. Some Carlin Cecil Newton. Do I? I can't remember his name. I'm just going to start calling him Cecil Newton. I can't remember his name. And he looks like Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, it looks like that. That could be part of it, which I, I kind of – I would like that. I agree that I would like that that storyline. 
It's coming. Yeah. Okay. I have Kingdom, a... the town of Kingdom. Maybe this is the English teacher in me. What was up with all the religious references all throughout? Am I just looking? Did you notice all that? Yeah. It was nonstop. You know, and even with, uh, you know, Hastings said, you know, there's like 900 churches here. 900, well, yeah, and the king, I mean, even before they got there, Coach said the path of salvation is my way. <laughs> I miss In practice. That. Oh, he, yeah. When, okay, the very first, he's, he's getting on the Vince about oh, not yeah, going yeah, through yeah. his progressions, which got on my nerves because as soon as he said that, Vince still didn't go through his progressions and just hit the running back in the flat immediately. But I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> and then they start clapping. He goes, my way is the right way. It's the path of salvation is my way. I thought they were just almost setting that up for how when it came down to the football game and they were trying to do it, you know, the methodical way and, you know, stay, stick to your assignments and stay, play within your, you know, your roles there. And it wasn't working. Then he was just going to throw that out and, you know, let loose. Apparently his way is the only way, unless the refs are cheating you. He changes ways. Yeah, and then he does change. Yeah, and you know, the, the board said, how about that second coming when they were leaving? And I did see that. Oh, Buddy Jr. Buddy Jr., he's uh, he's made his way onto the team, it looks like. He didn't know what's going on. And I don't think you put a player who's never played a down of legitimate football before on the kickoff team <laughs> their first game in. Oh, the hands team at that, the, the team for the squib kicks and almost like kicks and stuff. It was, I don't know, some of it felt cheesy to me. Hey, you know that you made that comment about uh, the conversation between Hastings and Buddy about them, about if Buddy was a virgin? Well, My wife boys. has a theory that that I that I might loan some credibility to, because you remember he asked that girl for her phone number, and then he threw it out the window. Your your wife has the same theory that mine does. Is that he's gay? gay? She she said, is, is he gay? And that's exactly what she said. That's kind of crazy. But, well, I, why you would know, he go through the motions of asking for the phone number? Just to know, because he knows he can. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know. And why does the a visiting team have to walk through the home team sideline to get across the field and pass their cheerleaders and all? I thought that was there's right. so many little things like that that got on my nerves. I know it didn't. The racist guy calling me, "Hey, go back to Africa, to Vince or whatever." I'm like, "Can we squeeze in any more Disney storylines of the, they're the bad team?" I mean, come on. I had totally forgotten about that. I was glad they. Uh, I think it was Luke that made reference to Hastings' hair. He said, "I just Hastings works hard to make his hair look bad." I've got to. I've got to believe. Hey, uh, how about the guy dressed like Malcolm X too? He had a like a little hat, and did y'all did y'all notice that? I missed him this week. I saw him this week. He was wearing he, a bow tie in the locker room and everything. He had a, like a tiny hat on that looked like it was from the nineteen sixties as well. Hey, didn't it look like when all the players were peeing on the side of the road? Didn't it look like Billy had a cigarette in his mouth? Yes, <laughs> I saw that too. I'm thinking what, but. I mean, of course, we've never seen him smoke. I know he does, and the actor does in real life. But uh, right there, I was like, that seems out of place, too. But I guess no more out of place than really, all getting coach drunk. Coach really, coach has changed his style a lot. Like, he's very, he's a lot looser with this team than he was with Dylan, I think. Like, he lets them rap on the bus and go crazy. And uh, I don't know. That's not Coach Bobby's second. He's That's his second go round as leading a team chant on the bus, though. Panther, Panther, Panther. He did that yeah. back uh, season three. I, I yeah, think that I he has changed his style. After a game, though. You know, we 
we talked about this a couple of weeks ago is that they they're trying to paint East as the as the thug team and it's really kind of turning out that way, huh? Yeah, right. it looks like, like they're embracing it. Yeah, it looks like they kind of like it now. Let's let's take it down to the streets, show how we do on the east side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was odd, or not odd, but I thought it was ironic. And then right after I was thinking it, they they brought it up, but how. Vince and Luke are so tight and so thick and all. And I was thinking, wasn't it this last year that they were in jail together and Vince had stolen Luke's wallet and, and everything and they had to walk home together or something like that and he gave his wallet back. And then, you know, they brought it up about, yeah, he punched you right in the mouth. You know, this is post-game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Was, that be a hippie com- was that a hippie commune? It looked like it. They were hanging out at Hastings as a hippie or something? I mean... We've already established he's gay, so I mean I know he's very progressive minded. <laughs> he was he was huggy with that guy too. <laughs> how how is it that um he just knows where you know, I, I I lived here for a very short period of time, but I know where the party's at still. Like, it must be the one place where all, all the the what goes down. Right. We'll we'll know for sure when uh, the gay bar comes back into play. Maybe he'll have something going on with the maybe he's gay assistant coach. <laughs> no, no, that'd be a little much. I'll make it watching. <laughs> that that would be the jump of the shark moment for me. <laughs> I'll let y'all continue on the podcast with that. Yeah. I can handle that better than Julie and the professor. Looks like old, probably, uh, probably slim pickings on the gay males and Dylan. So you got to settle for what you can get. Looks like old Buddy Junior probably uh, maybe they wanted to establish the fact that he was a virgin just so they could wreck that notion by the end of the episode. With the old lady, I was about to say, how old was she? I like the way you put your lipstick on. It reminds me of a video or commercial. (laughs) I I, I also don't like that they call him Buddy Junior. They should just call him Bud. I know lots of juniors, and nobody calls those people their name than Junior. Even but even uh, uh his dad does too, but Hast- Hastings is <laughs> taking up for him now. You know, don't you do that you to my roommate? Call him, yeah, that God, that was so. Oh, about, don't, I like the movie Remember the Titans, okay? Because going in, I know what it's going to be like. It's a Disney sports movie, but I don't expect so many Remember the Titans elements in Friday Night Lights. God, it just seems like Disney uh, writing. They're going. To, oh, they're both going to hit at the same time to show their solidarity. Oh, they're good friends now. Buddy's making friends on the team. Don't mess with my roommate. Oh, oh that stuff drives me nuts. So, how would you like it to be? I would like for it not to exist. <laughs> it just seems like it's cheesy. We've seen that kind of stuff a million times. I don't expect cliched stuff. Yes, I expect comebacks on there because they've already say, done that a million times. Because the comebacks are going to happen. Yeah, they'll, they'll have to come yeah. back in, their, in the state champion later on this year. But I've accepted that, but I have a hard time accepting a million cliches in one football game or whatever. Look at look at Lyle, Kevin Buzzkill. I like this episode. I, I like different opinions. Yeah. I, I can actually, I, there are some things that I had trouble with the. With the coaches getting drunk, um, I had coaches. I had trouble with the, the the football parts that I had the most trouble with is there was I saw nothing that looked remotely illegal <laughs> in the in the supposed dirty game where everybody was 
throwing punches or whatever. And, and then every hit looked like it was super hard. Everybody was flipping in the air and all that kind of stuff. So where do you think the uh, the Julie story is going now? Is it over with her and Burleson? No. Is she home? Here's the thing about that. I, I can't really bl- blame the the dude's wife either. I like the fact that she came in and established that this is not like some new thing. That and you weren't the first in the long line of a of a bunch of college students that's victim to this skeezy dude who paints his wife out to be a horrible person, but probably is just like a bad guy. Yeah, he, said, he says we like each other but don't love each other, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm just yeah. thinking, though, I've, I would assume that this lady, if she's as smart as her skis bag husband says she is, wouldn't come into a girl's dorm lobby or library, wherever they were, and scream to the top of her lungs the fact that her husband has is sleeping with, not in this, in the first one, a college freshman, you know, over and over and over and making herself painting herself in a, to be a pretty bad character as well. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, I think that you would start to feel sorry. I mean, I'm not too sorry for the girls or whatever, but I think that you would place blame where blame is due instead of looking at one of the many freshman girls. I hate that storyline. It's so dumb. Wait a minute. Are you kidding me? We argue forever about whether Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie is responsible for his marriage breaking up. And I always say it's 100% on Brad Pitt. And you and Anna argue with me all the time about it. I don't remember that at one point (laughs) ever coming out. I was not a part of that conversation. Especially if it's a long line of... I mean, especially because he's not the first college student. I Look, I, I can buy that whole scene. I don't have any problem with her going in there because she's crazy. She's a crazy woman. Right. Who is emotional. There's no telling what she would do. I could see her going in there and screaming that at Julie or whoever. That's the meanest Julie has ever looked when she gave that look. I thought she was, you know, about to turn into a werewolf or vampire, it looked like. Hey, you remember your freshman year of college when, you know, you had an affair with an older professor and their <laughs> wife came in? Or their, their, what? their husband came in? Yeah, it, it was Barry Hanna. He's one of the greatest teachers ever. I loved him. <laughs> it's just, I, I really expected to have, for Julie, if she stayed on to have like a normal college experience. This is not really what's going on here. And then for him to come into her class and say, "Hey, let's let's go do something together," you know, this ditch class. He's a teacher. <laughs> Poetry reading. Yeah, well, got a good point. Yeah, I thought that's. I don't. I didn't think it was a class. I thought it was a poetry reading, but some sort of apparently mandatory mandatory poetry reading because she had to sign uh, signing for remake. I would follow Julie through Kabul or Fallujah, so I got no problem with him going wherever to find her. Uh, but is I mean because I didn't. If you saw the previews, you know there's going to be some repercussions of the situation. But I'm still curious: is is she going back to Burleson or is is Derek Bishop out of the picture now? Yeah, do you think this is just some way to keep her on for the rest of the 
year? Like she comes back and I could see it potentially being that way. Like she just kind of says, I don't, I don't put any thought at all. It's, if so, I think that's I, I a hard way any. to do it. Sorry. What? I said I don't put any thought at all into uh, Julie's storyline, honestly. Yeah. It is kind of a time waster. It's not as important to me as whether or not Vince goes through his progressions when the corners and the cover two. Yeah. <laughs> the previous though for next week had uh, you see Coach Taylor. He's looking down, and he's all he's and he's like you can tell he's upset about something. He and all he says is, "Did you know that he was a married man when you were with him?" And it shows Julie just looking like, "Oh crap! How do I answer this?" So it's the problem is going to be around the house for a little bit. No telling what happens after that. I want to see. I mean, if Coach is going to go ahead and have a drinking problem, I want to see him uh, knock back a few and then just go beat the crap out of the guy. Are you he wanting is? to go all Joe McCoy on him? Well, you've never seen him actually go crazy and beat the crap out of somebody. He wrestled with Peter Berg that time, but that was not. That was yeah. more like funny and playful. Yeah, and he his, him. let's not forget that his wife got kissed by a teacher last year, and he just he just kind of nodded it off. Yeah, but that guy was like no threat or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh I would like to see him become enraged about something. The maddest I think I've seen him, other than yelling at some referees, was when he was in front of Calvin's face last year. He yelled at him to get off his practice field or out of his locker room or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah well, he, he got the last laugh on that one. <laughs> Speaking of Calvin, though, his old running buddy is coming back next week. Oh, the, the dude, he's going to show up in the dad. Because remember, he kept that guy last year kept talking about how his dad, Vince's dad, was so much tougher than he was. He's coming after Vince, though, telling Vince he owes him money. Yeah, you know where he's going to get that money. TMU. Yep. <laughs> circle. It's a circle. Um, guarantee you. That's where. What if, uh, well, but what if his dad, like, stands up for him now to the dude and is like, leave him alone, and then it becomes a fatal shootout at the end? Oh, and Lyle, his name is Ornette. Ornette? Ornette, Ornette Howard. Wow. Yeah, he, I'm going to call him Cecil. I don't care. <laughs> But you know he's gonna get involved somehow. So is he getting yeah. involved to get money? Is he getting involved to go back to slinging or shooting or dealing or whatever to get the money to pay off Thug? Or is he gonna kill a Thug? You know, he, he, there are many ways this could turn uh, out. I don't know. I think Vince is gonna take some money from TMU to uh, pay off the guy. He's gonna threaten his mama, or no, he threatens Jeff. It shows it in the commercial. Uh huh. He pops up on Jeff, so. I think that's what it's going to be. Um, I, 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 you know, I didn't get enough. I didn't get to see last week or this week that I really wanted to was Mara. <laughs> she hasn't been around for the last two episodes, has she? <laughs> she hasn't. Or Epic. Epic, you know, through the through the fit at the dance. She got expelled. And that was it. I don't even know who Mara is. She got expelled. Oh, is that the red hair girl? That's the doll girl. Oh, okay. Did uh, did Evan get expelled? After she attacked dude in the uh, study hall because he called her a retard. 
Remember, that was when she tried to come to the dance that she couldn't come because she was expelled and they couldn't come in because they did not have ID. Oh, I thought that, I don't remember that. God, how did no, I not expelled, that? suspended, not expelled. Suspended. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. That makes, that makes more sense. Sorry. I was like, this is going to be very hard for Tammy to have a... Redemptive storyline. Oh. I think that, uh, again, I, I liked it. I, I, it didn't bother me, all the cookie coating, uh, sugar coating, uh, or cookie cutter cliche scenes that Lyle soon have problems with. But I liked it just because there's more football, even though it did seem to be an improbable comeback, scoring 38 or 31 unanswered points. I, how do you score all those points with all those penalties? They had 250 yards of penalties. That's how good they are. It wasn't. It That's wasn't. It wasn't 31 unanswered. It was 24 unanswered. Didn't they have a touchdown at one point? I thought it was 17, 17 to 7. I thought 17 oh, they, to 7. They, had, they scored 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. What was the famous – how many yards in penalties was the famous game where Miami – what, they have like 200 yards in penalties that time? They blew out LSU, I think it was, and that's like I the legendary game. it was like 270. Because they, they had so many yards and still one big. I don't know. All right, Hold on. It would have to be something. I'm looking like it up. This, this must be the U. Dylan, he still must be the U. That must be the way they're going. So his coach, is he Jimmy Johnson? I guess he is. I'll say this. I don't know if we want to get into more of the previews. I'm loving. Did you see what, in, the, in the preview for next week where they uh, had the high school football magazine with coach yeah. on the cover? Uh-huh. And it said the kingmaker, talking about how great of a quarterback's coach he is. Right. I love that because we talk about that all the time. Well, he wow. had he did he turned Saracen around from basically a clipboard carrier to a state championship winner as a sophomore. Yeah, it's because he knows what he's right. doing. Street was all everything for about half a game. He's had three very highly recruited quarterbacks. Voodoo. Oh, and Ray Voodoo Tatum. Forgot. I would like to see. Uh, before this ends, like maybe Waverly and Voodoo together or something. I'd like to see. She's bipolar. Really super obscure. Whatever happened to her? Whatever happened to her character? I don't know. Um, She's hanging out with Smash at A&M, I guess. Who's going to a bowl game? Yay, Smash. Cotton Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, in, in reference to your question, Lyle, Miami had 202 yards and penalties, uh, but they still scored 46 points. Yeah. They well, won 46 he, to 3. He still had more than 202. 250. And they had eight less points. Think about that, though. That is, I mean, if, if somebody gets 500 total yards of offense, everybody considers that like a massively successful uh, game on offense. Half of that is taken away in penalties. Yeah. That is insane. That is so much penalty yardage. Well, some of the a lot of those are probably defensive penalties, so it wasn't like they were taken yeah. away from offense. So and you, yeah, but I'm just saying the total, you know, just for a reference point, if you have 500 yards of total offense, that's a ton. Well, half that happened penalties, right? Yeah, the East Dillon loin. Oh, and the, I, the thing I dislike most about the whole episode though was the stupid hotel concierge guy. Oh, he was annoying. <laughs> I'm glad you won your soccer game, but uh, could you please calm down? Keep it down. And Coach, hey, um, Coach Taylor's never been to a hotel the last 15 years that doesn't use metal keys. Yeah. 
<laughs> What's this? Where are the real keys? Yeah, uh, Dylan apparently doesn't have any because don't, don't they go on a date and like get a hotel room sometimes or something? Oh, what about the state championships? He's been in Austin a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the maybe or the hotels Austin? next to Texas Stadium all have metal keys like normal, no. and he doesn't know what macadamia nuts are either. <laughs> the, the the level of Anything goes kind of debauchery in that hotel. It's just crazy to me. The coaches have like no rule about staying in the room or whatever. I will tell you that I have not seen a pool invasion scene like that since Caddyshack. That was another thing that was so – I mean, that totally looked like Caddyshack. I forgot about that. That was another thing that was just like, God, could y'all rip off anything else? The people even got up and left the pool as soon as they came in and went crazy. only thing it didn't have was duty in the bottom. <coughs> yeah. Everything it totally looked like the Caddyshack scene, though. Yeah. It was crazy. And we hadn't even mentioned the brands that they all got. <laughs> Those are bleeding. Those are rough, especially – Buddy Junior's looks like it's going to get infected. They showed some sizzling skin. I, I had a kid in my cabinet camp who got a pee branded into his arm. At camp? What? No, he had had it. He did, he'd had it done it like three weeks before. Russell's at a campfire branding kid. <laughs> pee for Palsgrove, you know. <laughs> his, 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 what, uh, his, I, I couldn't his, even tell what brand they got. What was that? It looked like an L for I, at first. I thought it was like an L for Luke, but I guess for lines maybe. They well, do they all get the L? How about that sizzling skin? That looked awesome. I, I thought they were literally going to have Luke like walk across the fire and he's going to screw his feet <laughs> up, and then he would get and play like for three weeks or something. That was my first reaction. I was like, he is going to get another stupid injury, and and miraculously be healed. That's okay. They'll probably all get infections and have to start Buddy Jr. Oh, no, he got one, too. Who's the character that didn't go? I guess all the characters we know their names went, so they can't all get sick. Um, uh, Malcolm X. Luke might uh, delve back into his painkiller addiction because he might have to get him for the infection. infection. I think he's going to the bottle instead of the painkiller. Probably so. Becky um, did not show what, up this episode at all. No Becky. No. No, there was no Dylan centric storylines at all. Everything happened outside of Dylan. Mm -hmm. Um, do you remember when Billy was yelling at the special teams? We will run with hate in our hearts. Uh huh. I just like that. I thought that was funny. They have uh, they, those coaches just get new assignments. All Billy was like the. I'm defensive line coach. Defensive backs, the defensive lines, and now he's a special teams coach. You just got to be a jack of all trades on this coaching staff. Apparently. I forgot also the uh, the uh, maybe he's gay assistant coach also jumped in the pool with his clothes on with the players. Yeah. Well, that way there's no, uh, you know, contact. <laughs> hey, um. Oh, yeah. This coaching staff is really loose all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, they're really loose. They're probably drunk. You know what's uh, you know what's great about him is that for some reason he takes pleasure in blowing a whistle inside a bus. I don't think there's anything great about him. I don't like him at all. <laughs> He's gotten on my nerves since day one. He still gets on my nerves. That guy's funny because everything that they put him, they get him to do, is totally random and unexpected. Yeah, you never know what's coming. 
You really don't. Like when he was, what I don't even know what he said while coach was talking, and he interrupted and screamed like he did. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Oh, uh, this yeah. this week. Yeah. What did he say? I'm not sure. I can't even remember. I just noticed that before Coach Taylor got in there, all the other coaches were trying to talk to him, and they were just chattering incessantly and talking over the coaches and laughing and hooting and hollering. And I'm just like, what, what is going on? What kind of <laughs> what happened to the discipline? Coaching staff. If you win games, staff it doesn't matters. matter. Look. Well, they won at Dillon all the time, and they didn't put up with that crap. Hey, they don't do things on the east side like they do on the west side. Apparently not. And that one guy, I guess it's supposed to be funny. It said something about, oh, about his butt. Uh, your butt Your butt is going to be sore from riding the bus all day. And they go, I've been doing butt crunches. <laughs> it was, I didn't laugh at that either, Lyle. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Butt crunches. Oh. Um, you definitely have uh, better transportation options than Dylan, too. They at least drove a charter, charter bus. <laughs> it's of the yellow of, dog. Yellow. That would, that would be horrible. I still don't say they fit the whole team on one bus. Well, there's a, only it, six players. <laughs> it is kind of a small team for – There's only six that we know anything about, so – be five or six A or whatever. Is it really six? I guess it's six. So do y'all think this, I did I did really like uh Cafferty, Luke's uh retro looking East Dillon shirt when they were talking on the balcony. Did y'all get a glimpse of that? I miss it. That is one of the best scenes of you know, I always talk about that one where they're all in the football field at the end of that one episode and I just love when they're all like just sitting around talking about dumb stuff. Like that was a fantastic scene. I mean, yeah. that was stood out as like the shining moment of the episode. It was Coach just sitting there with his hands behind his head. Mm-hmm. That's what. I mean, I work with kids, and I've done that a million times, where mm-hmm. I'm listening and they don't know that I'm listening. And you know, we were all camp counselors and everything. I bet we all sit outside the cabin at some point, listening to the kids talk and all that kind of stuff. I would sit there on the bus listening to the basketball team I was coaching. You know, do I, I don't know. I really. I really like that scene. This is a kind of introspective. And it, thing. And it was a long scene for nothing to really happen. What I thought was still really, really good. They, yeah, and they really. Speaking of people who have never been to hotels, Tinker doesn't know that the mini bar and the movies, the adult film channel, are are both are both pricey. He misses the uh, the gunshots and the crackheads. It seems like that seems like that you would know that at least for um just from watching enough TV. Did that stuff a pig, up? man. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> he has a pet pig. Oh yeah, like the kid on Varsity Blues. By the way, did, speaking of that. Did he take his shirt off and do a cannonball in the pool scene too? He did. Yes. Have you noticed there's a guy on the team with dreadlocks when they were in helmets or braids? Uh-uh. But I've never seen him without football scene. I'm pretty sure. Isn't there a guy with dreads? Like Chris Johnson or Mike McKenzie or something like that? Yeah, there he is. He's number 32. <laughs> but I've never you're, seen a guy. You're watching it right now. I've never seen a guy with actual braids on the team. Yes, there is. He's number 32. Is there? Uh, Do well, we have anything else to talk about no. with the episode in general? I was about to wrap it up. <laughs> no, well, I thought it was interesting that Vince's dad was there on a five-hour trip. But he came down there. 
What else has he got to do? I guess the bus is driving slow, but it does not take me five hours to get 250 miles. I was thinking the same thing. Has he come to all the home games? Since he's been back, he has. Oh, okay. It's a long trip. The TMU recruiter's traveling a long way, too, I assume. Yeah, you know, he he sidled up to uh, Ornette. Cecil Cecil Newton, (laughs) Ornette. Um, Just start talking to him. There's going to be some money changing hands. Texas, well, we now know it, is, it does stand for Texas Methodist University, by the way. We knew that yeah, back when Eric uh, worked there. I didn't know they ever said I just or Vince said, uh, what's a Baptist boy like you going to do at a Methodist school or yeah. whatever. I didn't know that they'd said it before. So I guess it's SMU. Or we're assuming that's supposed to be SMU. Uh, they have different uh, colors and all, too. Well, I know, they have but, the same colors as the – I mean, they. they I, I think they use – there's a like Texas State University or yeah. San Angelo or something like that. It's the, they're the Bobcats, but they have the same. Uh, yeah, but I get the feeling it's kind of it's a big time program. TMU, <laughs> so, but the stadium was really small. I was kind of surprised by that. And uh, SMU has been known to throw around a little cash in the past. So no, yeah, no, is, no, is no. this pre nineteen <laughs> like is this pre like nineteen eighty one? Yeah, I will. I will say this: that I don't know what Highway 40 that they were traveling down, but I know of one Highway 40 in te- uh, Texas, and it is a long way away from West Texas because it is close to College Station. Well, if it's e- if it's an even number highway or interstate, it goes east west, not north south. Anyway, well, they did say south and east. Did they? Yeah. Oh, here's another thing because it just happened in front of me also that I had a beef with. Vince ran onto the field for special teams without being told <laughs> to get out there just so he could hit a guy on, like, the front line of the kickoff team and then ran off, and it was, like, no repercussions. Like, coach didn't get on him or anything. Like, he just declared, I'm on special teams now. Yeah, Just for that play. There was lots and lots of small football things. I think y'all are forgetting how many. It was just one thing after another that you're like, that would never happen. That would never happen. That would never happen. All in one game. It may happen more and more now, though. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if my theory is right and they just had a catalog of things in their head that they thought were good ideas, that they are now like, oh, we're running out of time, we got to get it all in, then you're about to see some crazy football stuff. <laughs> well, they, we said they've gotten away from football the last you know half season and then the, the previous full fourth season, it seems like, more than ever, so. I don't mind them getting away from football too much. I'd rather them talk about that. I mean, I don't need to see football scenes anymore. I mean, there's times I would like to, but. Well, I think that, I think we've exhausted things that we didn't like, uh, except for the fact that high school uh, reporters wear two suits out on the middle of the field after the game to interview the coach, which I've never seen that. Um, coat and ties and everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're serious about their uh, about their job. They don't even do that in the NFL, man. No, or SEC. No. But um, as always, we welcome feedback and just go to fnlpodcast.com if you have any force. Is um, anybody still listening to this? Now that we just gripe. That's what I was about to say. We haven't had any feedback lately. Um, I have not griped since the first week. Okay. <laughs> oh, about little things, but where I'm just like, oh, this episode sucks. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. 
But um, FNLpodcast.com has all the ways you can get in touch with us through email, through phone, and through Twitter. And um, as always, we appreciate you listening. Let us know how you can improve. And uh, we have a few interviews upcoming pretty soon. I think that you'll be pleased with. And we'll be having those um, on for you here. See you. Later. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me songs.